enter one more time. I enter the whole the holy of holies. Worship Jesus. Enter through the blood of the Lamb. I enter to worship you. To honor, I am. I worship you, Lord. Lord, I worship you, Lord. Worship Jesus. I worship you, Lord. Father God, we bless you and worship you. Thank you for the opportunity to worship you. We honor you this morning and we say, have your way in our midst, O God. May none of us live the same as we hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Great blessing. Amen. We're going to conclude with our series today on the power of faith. Hallelujah. We're going to conclude on the power of faith. How many have their faith increasing? Amen. Hallelujah. Because faith is powerful. Faith moves mountains. Hallelujah. It moves mountains. So we began to talk about we began to talk about the aspects of faith that are important. Amen. Should I change the mic so that I flow? Because we don't have much time. Hallelujah. The aspect of faith that moves mountains. Amen. So Hebrews chapter 11, hallelujah. That, it might also be too low. Hallelujah. Let's change the mic. Some of the mics were working, but let's just change the mic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, f- can you bring the mic quickly, please? Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through 
faith, we understand that the worlds or the universe were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him, for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. For without, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So we began to talk about faith, the power of faith. Then we talked about the fact that Hebrews chapter, sorry, uh, Ephesians 6, 16. What does the Bible say in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16? Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So it clearly shows that faith is so powerful that anything Satan can bring against you and I will be quenched by faith, will be destroyed, will be put to naught by faith. Hallelujah. Then 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. For whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So faith gives us victory over the world. Now Mark eleven twenty-two to 25. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he seeth shall come to pass, he, which also means she, shall have whatsoever he seeth. Therefore, I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Verse 26 For if, but if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Faith is so powerful that it moves mountains. I said faith is so powerful that mountains are moved by faith. Mountains, Jesus was looking at a literal mountain. That was in Jerusalem. When I went to Jerusalem, it's full of mountains. There was a literal mountain. And Jesus spoke, said that, look, you see this mountain? You can command the mountain to move to yonder place and it will obey you. Now, in the, in the account of, in, in Matthew's account of the same story, or the same, uh, you know, Matthew's account of the same event, the Bible says that Jesus said, if you have faith, you can move this uh, uh, tree or this, this mountain to the sea and it will obey you but nothing will be impossible for you. So faith is so powerful that it can move mountains, literal mountains, mountains of circumstances, mountains of problems. Any kind of mountain in my life and in your life can be moved by faith. So there cannot be a mountain 
that we can or that can overcome us. Every mountain will submit to you and I because of our faith. We will, we, we will mow down every mountain. We will, some of the mountains will go over. Some of the mountains will just bulldoze through. Hallelujah. Because of our faith. So we also talked about the fact that faith in God also causes us to sacrifice for him. Hallelujah. Faith in God, we give the example of Abraham. We give the example of the fact that God wants our blood. He's looking for my blood and your blood. We are not talking about bloodshed. <laughs> but we are talking about the blood of my life and your life. The Bible says that the life of the soul is in the blood. And he has given the blood to make atonement for the soul. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for sin. What am I saying? Your blood is you, your, your blood is your life. The life of the soul, the life of the flesh is in the blood. So that's why Jesus had to shed his blood. Because when your blood is shed, you, the life is shed. The life is the blood. In, and also most medical uh, uh, problems, not all, uh, most of them, blood tests will discover it. Even the ones that bl blood tests will not discover. An infection, you can discover it through a blood test. Medical personnel or medical, uh, hallelujah, through a blood test. So you can have a virus or a bacteria and you might, the blood test would just discover that, look, there is an infection. But it might not tell you what it is all the time, but there will be an infection. There will be something, whether it's inflammation, that something, the blood test will show something. Because the life of the soul is in so God wants my blood and wants your blood. Meaning that he wants our lives. He wants our lives. He, he wants us to surrender our lives to him. And to say, Lord, take charge. Do as you will. Whatever you want to do in my life, do it. That is faith. Faith is submitting your life to someone who you believe can look after you. Submitting your life to someone who you trust. Submitting, you can trust man, but you can trust God. Submitting our lives to the one who died for us. I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody. So that is faith. Hallelujah. So you and I must decide that, look, I'm going to walk in faith. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk in faith. We must decide that. I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody here. So the life, so, so God is looking for my life and your life. And anything we do in faith, you see, you can sacrifice for God and if it's not in faith, it doesn't do too much. Cain sacrificed, but it was not in faith. So it didn't do too much for some people can sacrifice and it will not count. Why? God said to Samuel, look, to obey is better than to sacrifice. So sacrifice is important, but imagine sacrificing in faith. Wow. That's the highest level. Jesus sacrificed his life in faith. The apostles sacrificed their lives in faith. When you do something because of your faith, it 
it is a whole different story. It puts you in the league of the heroes because you are doing something because of your faith. You are sacrificing because of your faith. Oh, you can put your hands together for Jesus. What are we doing because of our faith? And anything you do because of your faith will generate revenue. But revenue, not, revenue, not just financial, but it will generate results. It will generate blessing. It will generate long life. It will generate good health. It will generate because you are doing it in faith. It is a law of faith. Even when Jesus was not prepared to act, faith caused him to act. Jesus doesn't lie. So if Jesus saw the Greek woman and he was only sent to the Jewish people to establish Christianity and then the Jewish people send it away. Jesus made it very clear many times that look, there are other sheep that I have who are not of this fold. But Jesus focused on the Jewish people because he knew that once he focuses on the Jewish people, they will be sent out. So he was watching, he, he, I mean, he, the, the Greek woman wanted her daughter to be healed. Jesus ignored her. And she kept on asking, Jesus, please, please, sell, heal my daughter. He ignored her. Then as time went by, Jesus said, look, I have not been sent to you. I have been sent to the lost tribe of Israel. Then Jesus said, well, if faith will work, it will provoke a, a miracle. So, I mean, I have not been sent to you, but if you are going to act in faith, even though I was not planning to do it, I will do it. So Jesus said, it's not right for me to give the children's bread to dogs. Because the children are the, the, the seed of Abraham. They are the children. The children of who? The Jewish people were not children of God. It's in Christ we are children of God. So the children of Abraham, Abraham's children, it's not right for me to give Abraham's children's bread to dogs or outsiders. And then the woman said, it is true. I am not a, one of the children. I am a dog. But at least the crumbs I'll eat from it because the crumbs will fall off the children's table. And then Jesus said, wow, your faith. You have activated the law of faith. I have to heal you, your daughter. Your daughter was healed. That's what I'm saying, that faith will generate a blessing in spite of what it looks like. Maybe it might look like things are going down, but it's going up. Unless God decides to not to intervene, there are times that God decides that look this particular situation, I'm just going to use it for my glory, whatever. How many I get what I'm saying? Then, there was also a time that Jesus was with his mother at the first wedding, Cana of Galilee. And Jesus, it was, it, was not, it was not his time. Then, the wine was finished. Then the mother said, Yeshua, the wine is finished, do something. Then Jesus said, woman, my time has not yet come. It's not the appointed time for me to act, woman. So, mother, woman, mother, I'm happy. Woman, please, don't spoil the timing. Woman, it's not my time. It's, no, it's, 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 it's not the time. Then she secretly told the people that, look, as for the law of faith, it works all the time with God. So, just do whatever he tells you to do. So they went to him and said, look, we've come. Just do something. Then what did Jesus say? Jesus said, if you are going to act on faith, then it will activate the law of faith. But he asked them to do a very hard thing. What did he ask them to do? 
go and fill the empty jars with water and serve it to the governor of the feast, the master, the, 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 the distinguished people. Go and serve water to them. In their minds, they're like, oh my goodness. If I serve water to them, I'll lose my job. I'll be a mockery. Everyone will mock me. I'll be a disgrace in the town. I'll never be employed. I'll be run out of the town. But Yeshua said it. At thy word, I'll do it. So they filled the jars with water and served it to the governor. And the law of faith was activated. Even though Jesus was not planning to act. Jesus acted because of their faith. Faith is so powerful that God acts. There was also a, a Roman soldier. This Roman soldier, his, his servant was sick and he loved the servant so much. And the servant was sick, dying. Then he sent people to Jesus to ask Jesus to heal the servant. Then the disciples said, Lord, this man, even though he's, he's a Roman soldier, centurion, this man is worthy of you to talk to him. Because he has built us a church or a synagogue. He's built us a church. That's why it's important to help build the church of God. Because when you help build the church of God, you can say like Hezekiah, Lord, I'm about to die. Remember what I did for you. Remember. Those who have helped to do something for God, no, God, this one, remember it. Otherwise, in heaven, I'll be worshiping you. But every day, I'll remind you that I saved you. I helped build your house. And you couldn't do anything for me. Let me die. At least I'll say that. Every day, I remember it. Remind him. Every day. Every day. Every day. Hallelujah. So, this Roman soldier, then Jesus said, okay, I'm going to his house to heal the servant. Then, the Roman soldier said, Lord, I'm not fit for you to come under my roof. Because I'm, a, you see, when, because I'm a man of authority, this man was an army general. And the army, stand up! Who wants to? Uh, Joel, you want to come? Whatever I do, do, because you're in the army. Yes, stand so Bend. Squat. Strong, strong guy you're looking at here. Stand up. Walk here. Come back. So he said, I'm a man under authority. I have people over me and I have people under me. And I say to one, come and he comes. To another, go and he goes. So if I'm a man, thank you. If I'm a man who has authority... And I'm able to tell someone to go and he goes. Another person to come and he comes. Even the army now, you can be caught martial if you don't follow instructions. Come and he comes. Go and he goes. So because I'm a man under authority and I have people under me and I say one go and the other goes, Lord, don't enter my house. Just say the word. And because once you say the word, my servant will be healed. Because he understood what authority is. He understood what it meant. So Jesus said, wow. I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Then he said, go your way. Your servant is here. And the servant was immediately here. Hallelujah. 
Then there was a nobleman around the time Jesus had turned water into wine, whose son was sick. And Jesus asked him, I mean, do, do you think I can do it? He said, just say the word. Just say it. All you need to do is to say it. And it will be done. And he said it and instantly healing occurred instantly. Power of faith. And there are times too that the power of faith or the mystery of faith is that you have prayed Smith Wigglesworth a man of faith. Sometimes I see Smith Wigglesworth. <laughs> come. No. Michelle, come. Smith Wigglesworth. When someone has is sick, Smith Wigglesworth punch. If you have a stop, you punch you. Or that when you get up, you are healed. So God gave me the chance to try some of those things. To try some of those things. So there's a woman who had pain in the stomach. I told uh, the lady who was interpreting for me, put your hands here. They're like, yeah. The next day she testified she was healed. <laughs> so <laughs> Smith Wilkos, this wild man. I mean, in my no, I'm not gonna hit you. <laughs> It's happening a number of times. All from his example. And then shake and fall. Okay. An instant healing. That's Smith Hugo's way. Hallelujah. He says that he never reverses his car. He does not reverse. I don't know. You didn't get that. The reverse. He doesn't reverse. The gear. He doesn't reverse. Always forward. If he has to reverse, you go around. Because he says that I will never go back. I'm going forward in faith. He's the apostle of faith. This man, he was, he, was it appendicitis or kidney stones? One of those things. He said no knife is going to touch him. He walked in faith for, is it two or three years until God healed him? He said no one, no, no, I'm going to walk in faith. He suffered in pain. Because he said, no knife is going to touch me. Kenneth Hagen, the last time he had a headache was 1940-something or whatever. Like, he hadn't had a headache for many years. Over 40 headache. That's for me. If I have a headache, I wait more. I drink water, nothing. I'll pop you. I'm waiting to have that faith. Kenneth Hagen's faith. I've not gotten there. But there are times that your faith. There was a man who had cancer. Yeah, I, pray, I like to pray for the impossible. He had cancer. And then Jerry, one of the guys in Minneapolis, he took me to his uncle's house. The uncle showed me his pants. His pants, I mean, he was half the size. Literally half the size. He showed me, this is what I used to wear. And they've given me anytime, I can go anytime. I said, God has got your back. Oh, but no. He's an older man. No, no, no. You are healed. I gave him messages. I, I, I encouraged him. He was very excited. Because God had used me to heal someone of cancer. Uh, uh, 
tumors and all that in the past. So I was very confident. I told him that, look, no problem, you are healed. Then the worst, no, not the worst, but the interesting thing was that his wife took me downstairs to drink tea and to thank me. I said, you wait. When the healing occurs, then you can thank. I, I don't do that now. You can't thank me because I can't heal myself. It's God you can. But I said, you wait till he's healed. He died a few days, very shortly after. That's the history of it. I heard about a lady and I was disturbed. I'm still, I'll ask God when I reach heaven. Hopefully in the next 60 years. But she had faith. And she had cancer. And she said she was not going to take chemotherapy until the cancer ate her up and killed her. That's the history of faith. The mystery of faith. Faith is mysterious. But when you trust God, it doesn't matter what happens. When you trust God, it doesn't matter what happens. All you know is that God works. All you know that God's word works. I tried to raise the dead three times. It didn't work. Next time I'm raising the dead, I'm raising the dead as if it worked all three times. My pastor told me that if I had raised the dead, pride would have eaten me up. I would have finished. Finished. It's true. <laughs> CNN! All the news are out. Oh, you did it! Now, I won't say I did it. I'll say, no, 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 it's God who did it. But maybe at that time, I'd have said yes. 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 So God made sure that, I didn't, that it didn't happen. Because I'll destroy myself if I think it was my own strength. So when you have faith in God, you always, always, always know that it was not you. It was God. When you have faith and God has given you millions... You will know that it was not your hard work, even though you have need to work hard before you can get the millions. You will know that it was not your hard work that made the millions. Nebuchadnezzar was the one who was strategizing. He was building Babylon. He was strategizing. Okay, what can I do? Okay, build this, do this, do this. So one day he was walking and saw how great his kingdom was. And he said, wow, look at my kingdom. Look at the majesty of my kingdom. He hadn't said it. He was thinking about it. And God demoted him. Because God hates it when we give glory to ourselves or to someone and not to him. So I'm saying this because God is going to do great things because of our faith. God is going to do wonderful things in our lives because of our faith. You can put your hands together for the Lord. But when he does it, always acknowledge that it is God who gave it. Always. Always acknowledge that. It is God who gave it, even though it might look like it was your hard work. Even though it might look like your interview skills. Because we have interviewed so many times that I know what to say. But it's not the interview skills. There are times that God will show you that, look, you didn't do well and he gave you the job. But there are times you do very well and he'll give you the job. But it wasn't you. I don't know if you are hearing what I'm talking about. I want us to be like Jacob. 
Let's look at Genesis. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here as we conclude this message. We'll talk about faith later on a number of times. Genesis 28, 16 to 22. And Jacob awakened, awaked after the Jacob's ladder story out of his sleep and he said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God. You see, the house of God is anywhere. Don't forget, he was just in a bare place. Uh, the house of God is anywhere God is, puts his presence. And this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took a stone that he had put for his pillows. Imagine, stone for pillow. And set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. Now, Jacob, who is such a bad man, when God is trying to show who he is, he says that I'm the God of Jacob. I, I don't, it's like some bad, he was a supplanter, like a bad person. When the creator of the universe wants to say like, this is who I am. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and the cheat, the supplanter, the criminal. He was 419. High level criminal. You know in these movies, when there is like a, a, a big arms deal happening and the police don't know what to do, there are people they can go to and those people will know. That was Jacob. And yet God says, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of the, that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in the way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And he, uh, hallelujah. And, uh, uh, and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou givest shall give me, I will surely give a tenth unto thee. Now this is a very significant thing because Jacob, <clears throat> after sleeping and waking up, he realized and acknowledged and had faith that the Lord is his God and his provider. So Jacob said, I have faith now. What was the proof of Jacob's faith that God is my provider, God is my Lord, God is my God? Number one, and I want, to, I want us to, to, to believe the things I'm about to list. Number one, if God will be with me, you and I must believe that God is with us. Believe that God is with you. I believe that God is with me. It, it doesn't matter the sign. God is not with me because everything is going hunky-dory. God is with me because the Bible says so. Hallelujah to Jesus. I thought there would be claps. 
So number one, believe and know that God is with you. Whatever happens, God is with you. Oh, I lost my job. God is with you. Oh, I destroyed my car. God is with you. Whatever the circumstance, God is with me. Oh, yes, you must believe it. Oh, I'm sick on my deathbed. God is with me. God forbid anyway. Because that's not part of God's design. Otherwise, the stripes, by his stripes, we were healed. God is not going to use sickness to give piety or whatever. Out. <clears throat> Am I preaching? Some people, oh, God is showing me humility. God is giving me piety. He can use it, but he didn't cause it. Oh, he's showing me piety. Oh, you know, uh, let me just suffer the pain and die in a good way uh, to glorify God. No, come on. That's not what you're talking about. God is with you. I said, God is with you. God is with me. Believe it. Number two. God will keep me in this way that I go. Meaning that God will protect me. We must believe that God will protect us. There was a time, I'm not sure what motivated it. But we were in Panama. And one, a couple of the Christian sisters were with from Central America. One of them had a vision that they saw the angel of death whatever. And it was, it was going to come. Some accident, some car. Why? Some car. It's talking about the car. It, before we even rented the white car, she said that the car was white and she, and the engine, some accident. I mean, I wasn't smiling. I was like, oh my goodness, what's going, go, what's going on? So I organized LP, Sister Emma, just and a few other people. Look, let's pray. Once they pray, I said, Look, whatever happens, God will protect us. If we die, we die. And if we die, serving God, but we die. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, because God will be with me and God will protect me. God will protect me. When I was going to El Salvador, we were told by the gang people that don't enter this park. If you enter this park, there'll be bloodshed. <laughs> you are laughing. It's not a small thing. They, 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 they said, if, 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 if and, and there'll be fire for fire. And the police will not, so the police told us that look, they will not be able to look after us or protect us if we go to that place. Then one of the pastors uh, who was pastoring under me I don't know why he chose that time to tell us of some pastor who was shot in that area. Then not too long after, a pastor's son was shot and killed by the same people. Then a pastor's wife, I was like, oh my goodness. So I forced a certain Christie to buy a bulletproof vest. It's in my house now. Bulletproof. Then I met somebody who was in the army, who was in the church, and I, we, we showed him the bulletproof vest. Is this okay? Then he said, if you want to be very, very protected, you must have some metal. There's another thing you can put in. But it was too late. 
I put pressure. Did you take it as Christy was coming? Did, did you put it in the bag? I kept on asking. So we had armed soldiers in our Sabbath. Then one of the pastors, I told him, he said, oh, but this one you won't go. I said, well, I have to go. How am I not going? If I don't go, how am I going to face God? I have to go. I've not heard anything that God said. I didn't see a dream. Because I didn't see the dream, I have to go. I was afraid. I tried to reach my pastor to pray for me, but I think he had other engagements. I didn't get him to pray for me. I was afraid. But courage is still proceeding in the midst of fear. Then it was only females who were with me. I was like, oh, this one, trouble. At least you should have some men. We had about seven, six, seven of them. Or, yeah, something like that. Who were with me? Then we went to the crusade. When I put the bulletproof vest on, I looked like some cartoon character. Because I, I, I wanted to put my jacket over the bulletproof vest. At the point I said, look, God is my God. God will protect me. Let me remove it. If they shoot me, let them shoot me. So I moved it and I went for the crusade. Then we saw the armed soldiers. Then I was asking myself, ah, it was too late. Why didn't some of them go because it was the streets? Everyone in the streets could see me. So as the cars were passing by, I was saying to myself, someone can just shoot from their car. I don't know if you got what I mean. And the soldiers will not get them because they are, the soldiers were in, an, uh, in a big pack. And the soldiers were inside. But what about those who are outside who are driving by and boom, boom, shoot me. I was on stage. I was afraid. Then during salvation time, boom, some horn, some noise. I thought this one, I'm dying today. When I was giving my uh, PB and Latili to someone to look after them, Cleveland, I hugged them in a way because I thought I won't see them again. Oh, yeah. We all feared. But God, the protector, I went there, I preached salvation, miracles, plenty of salvations, and we are here still now. Because I'm not going to allow fear to affect me. Hallelujah. So we must know that God is our protector. God is our protector. I mean, unless it, I mean, we must not be afraid of dying, even though we will live to 100 years. We shouldn't be afraid of dying. One of the people I call a hero is that guy who went to some island and was... He, he went to an island to preach the gospel and they shot an arrow at him, but it protected him. He went again and they killed, they, 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 they killed him. I'm sure he has a big crown. I'm not going to be foolish if God has given me a warning. I'll stay home. But until a warning, the same God who I have faith in, if he's not giving me a warning and I believe he's the protector, then I must go. Oh, well, you can put your hands together for Jesus. Protect. God will protect you and I. What's the guy's name? What's the hero's name? What's his name? John Allen. What's his name? Oh, it might. 
What's his name? John. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. John. This, 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 this is the guy. I'm sure he has a huge, I mean, remember that we have a short life. No matter how long you are now, you will die. Even if you are 100 years, you will die. But eternity is forever. Now, this man, he will be envied in eternity. It doesn't mean we should die. I'm not going to die for, by this. By the grace of God, none of us are. But if it happens that that happens, this is the reward. What did the three Hebrew boys say? They said, you are going to put us into the fiery furnace. You are going to kill us. They said, look, Nebuchadnezzar, you want us to worship an idol? Because if you don't worship an idol, you are going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. Then the three Hebrew boys said, look. How many know that story? Nebuchadnezzar, the king, said, anyone, everyone must worship my statue for some time. Anyone who does not worship it will be thrown into the fiery furnace. So the three Hebrew boys didn't kneel. Then the book and said, look, I want to give you time to think about it because you are going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. Then the three Hebrew boys said, look, we are, not, we, we are not going to take any time. We are telling you now, we will not bow. If God, God, our God who we serve will deliver us. But even if he does not deliver us, we will not bow. That's faith. Daniel, don't pray for this time. Only pray or, or ask petitions of the king. Then Daniel opened his windows towards Jerusalem and prayed three times a day. Then they were going to throw him, throw him into the den of lions. Daniel knew that this was the end. But Daniel said, look, I'm not going to allow this. Then the king said, does the God whom you serve continually, has he been able to deliver you from the lions? And God said, I mean, uh, Daniel said, I have found innocence. May the Lord and I'm safe. But Daniel lived very long because of his faith in God. Jesus said, if you try to keep your life, you will lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, you will find it. I have decided that I'm not going, it, <clears throat> I'm not going to allow anything to cause me to be as so afraid that I won't do it for God. We're in Minneapolis, we're going to have a crusade in North Minneapolis. Most of the team said, North Minneapolis, they are shooting all the time. They just shot someone yesterday. I was afraid. I said, mm, this one, no, we are not going to go. Then it occurred to me that, no, I can't, because I'm afraid we are going. <clears throat> and the kind of blessings that God gave through uh, North Minneapolis. How many have seen the faith? Faith is, I don't care. I'm doing it because God said so. I don't care. So God will protect me. Number three, God will give me bread to eat and clothe me so you and I must know that God is not only going to be with us and God is not only going to protect us but that God will provide for us. Yes. Know that God will provide <clears throat> have faith that God will provide it doesn't mean you have sleepless nights from time to time but you know that God will provide when I was living in Cleveland and I didn't have a job and I, I just quit my job and I said I'm moving to, to, to Texas I was afraid 
it shows that look, we are afraid. Look, as for the fear to come, even Jesus was tempted to fear, but he didn't fear. I was afraid because I said, What am I going to do? One month, no job. Two months, no job. The third month, the jobs were flowing. Meanwhile, it was three years looking for a job in Texas, not even one. Then I said, I know God wants me to be here. I'm going to move. Even though for three years I've been applying and not a job. Then I move. Month one, zero. Month two, zero. Month three, look. I I was stressed because the the, the opportunities were so much and they were forcing me to, to, to take the jobs. Oh, I'll make you manager. I'll do this. I'll do this. We'll pay you this. And then after that, the jobs were flowing like God just wants to see it. And anyone who dares to believe. Then I told God, God, because I want to save you, please, I'm begging you to give me half of my salary so that I can work remotely. Just give me half. When I'm moving, just give me half my salary because I want to save you. God gave me almost seven times. Almost seven times of the one I was saying half. So, three times. About three times my salary. The God we serve there, all he wants to do is, hey, this person has faith faith in me. They are willing to prove it. Please. That's all. Am I preaching here? That's all he wants to see. Because if even you and I will try to honor those who trust us and are willing to prove it, how much more the creator of the universe? My life is not my own. To you, I belong. Yes. What do you think? Let's try to finish. God makes you return to your father's house in peace. Meaning that you go home safely and in peace. There's a peace that only God can give. Because Isaiah 9, 6 says, Jesus is the prince of peace. There is a peace that trillion dollars will not give peace. Million dollars will not give peace. Sex will not give their peace. Money will not give that peace. Friends will not give that peace. Fame will not give that peace. Because some of the people who are who are famous suffering. The only thing that will give that peace is Jesus. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. Peace in the midst of storm. Calm in the midst of storm. Hallelujah to Jesus. Yes. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. 
Expect peace and rest in your life. Expect it from Jesus. Expect it. And by the grace of God, some of us here, like Malcolm and some of the others, will be distributors of peace also. Because we will preach the gospel too. Amen? Yeah. We are, good. we are about to start training. Oh, I'm preaching here. Am I preaching to somebody here? <clears throat> the next, Jacob set a pillar as the house of the Lord. So, Jacob decided that he was going to build God's house. I'm not even talking about go and build a church building with money. No, just build with your time. Help. Many of us are doing it, but do something for God. Because you believe that God is with you. God is your provider. God is your protector. So, you, because of that, you are going to help the one who is, you say is your source. You are going to help him to be established on earth. In his church. Or his church to be established. I thought you put your hands together for the Lord. And then finally, because you believe all that, you would support his work. You would give to the church. Amen. You would give to the church. You pay your tithe. Those watching in Minneapolis, pay your tithe. Hallelujah. That's a blessing. Amen. It's a blessing, and I pay my tithe because I believe it's a blessing. <clears throat> oh, but the pastor, no, I pay my tithe because I believe that once I pay my tithe, I, you see, when I pay my tithe, I believe that I cannot lose the job. I have to leave the job. If I've paid a tithe and I've lost my job, then we'll have a discussion. God, let's discuss. Unless it, he will force me out for something better. All my years, I've never lost for the grace of God. By the grace of God. Even during the times where sometimes my boss will call for a team meeting. When he calls for the team meeting, then everybody is stressed. I just sit down and say, I don't care. I pay my time. I don't care what happens. Then they'll say, okay, this person is gone. Then they'll call another meeting. This person's last day. They did it. They, did, they called for meetings. So many meetings. And I was shocked I was still there. But I said, ah, well, God is with me. God is my provider. I'm tithing. So I have to act out. Until I decided that I'm resigning. <clears throat> May you be the kind who it is only you, you, you are the one who leaves. No one takes you out. You leave yourself. Oh, or you don't want that. You want to a situation where they'll remove you. One more story. There was a time that we used to have camp meetings in church. And when we had camp meetings, there were times that we also had, uh, uh, how do I say it? We also had uh, uh, compulsory meetings at work. We had to travel. I would travel for those, but anytime we had camp meetings in church, I will tell them that, no, I can't go. 
I'm not saying people should do that. Because if, if, if God hasn't told you to do that, you do that. There's a letter waiting for you by the time you come back. Actually, it's happened to some people. They went for a camp when they came back, they were fired. No one is saying that. But what God, you feel God wants you to do is what you're saying. So I never went. <clears throat> when there was a camp meeting, I always attended camp. Always told them that I cannot. You are supposed to work on Sundays. I said, I can't. Wednesday, I, they knew the rule. Then one of the times that I went, at that time, they were giving awards to the team. The time I went, I was part of the award winners of excellence, whatever, whatever, whatever. Not that they singled me out. It was a team thing and I was one of them. So what I'm saying is that God will make you win awards when even though, it, it, you don't understand. I didn't say I achieved something. When you talk about another place, it's maybe God used me to do something. But that particular place, I didn't achieve. I, it, I, was just a, I was just a team member. And yet, it's still there in the house. Outstanding achievement. May you have many outstanding achievements. I said, may you have many outstanding achievements. Actually, I brought it to church and showed it to those in Minneapolis some time back. Not to brag, because how can I brag of something I didn't do? I was just part of the team. But to show people what God can do. <clears throat> the one I can brag about, I won't show it. Then I'll be bragging and God will not be happy. But this one, I can't talk about it because I didn't do anything. I just appealed. Am I preaching to somebody here? Jesus will honor you when your faith is strong in him. Jesus will honor you when you say to him that, look, it does not matter what comes my way. I know my life is in your hands and I'm going to honor you with my life. I'm going to do my best to get your attention. I want to get God's attention. That's all I want. I want to get your attention. God, this is how to get your attention. Like a child who is trying to get, or maybe uh, in those days, maybe imagine David the king and all his wives. Because we are not saying that. It's, it's all his wives. And one of them is trying to get his attention. That's how I'm, I'm trying to behave towards God. Where I'm trying to get his attention as the favorite. You know, and talking about that, is sometimes uh, my pastor... I've heard in the news about how people would take, you see, some, sometimes people would take a small section of what you say and twist it and demonize you. But what he said, there's nothing wrong with what he said if you really take it in context. I'm, I'm just talking about one of my, my a pastor of mine and on social media now, they've taken his words and they are using it to do the wrong thing. I mean, I get what I'm saying. Someone can take my word. What I'm saying now, take a small section of it and blow it up and say, I support polygamy. I support divorce. Meanwhile, it's just an illustration the person is using and speaking the truth. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That's what I believe. Go and take it in context. So let's, 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 let's uh, also be careful when we see things on social media to make sure that we are not falling victim by 
people who are just trying to destroy. Does that make sense? Or should I repeat it? It makes sense. Very, very important. What do you think? It's very powerful. I'm not out of word. Just out of time. Shall we stand to our feet? Speak to the Lord. And ask him to increase your faith. I know we passed time, but this is the end of the series. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. I want my faith to grow. I want to honor you in faith. I want to honor you by faith. I want to honor you by faith. I want to honor you, Lord. I want to honor you, Jesus. I want to honor you, Lord. I want my faith to grow. Tell him, Lord, I want you to increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Speak to him. He's your Lord, I want my faith to grow. I want to prove my faith to you. Show me more of you. Give me the grace to do what I need to do. In the name of Jesus. 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 Ask him, Lord, increase my faith. Let me experience your power, your miracle power by faith. In the name of Jesus. Increase my faith, O God. Those in Minneapolis also pray, Lord, increase my faith. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you would increase our faith, that you would cause our faith to grow. Draw us deeper into your word of truth. Draw us deeper into your love for us. We want to grow. We want to grow in faith, Lord. We want world of coming faith. We want miracle provoking faith. We want, we want increasing faith. We want faith that provides mighty. We want faith that will cause us to prosper. Prosper in every way. Physically. Spiritually financially in life in the name of Jesus whilst we are watching whilst we are watching in Minneapolis and out there online 
and those here, if you know in your heart that you are far away from God, if you know in your heart that you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and you want Jesus Christ to save you, you want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life, and you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I want my sins forgiven. Then repeat after me, including all of us. Let's repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. That he died on the cross for my sins. I believe, I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. That his blood was shed for my sins. I believe, I believe that God raised him from the dead. That God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Please come into my life. Forgive me. For all my sins. Cleanse me. From all unrighteousness. From today. I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord Jesus. For saving me. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Father God we bless you for those who have given their lives to you. Keep and preserve them. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you those in Minneapolis and those online. Shalom, shalom. We may take our seats. It's time to take an offering. Offering time. Blessing time. Offering time. It's blessing time. Offering time. You believe? How many believe that offering time is blessing time? So believe that as you give, God will bless what you are doing. Father God, bless our offering. Father God, those who are giving offering, those who are paying time, Father God, bless them according to your word. Your word says you will open the windows of heaven when we tithe and you will pour out a blessing that there will not be enough room to contain it. And you will rebuke the devourer for our sakes. And we will prosper in everything we do, Lord, as we give to support your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And they will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together and run it over again. And they will come back to you. You give, you give to the Lord. Give, and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake together, and run it over. Give, and it will come back to you. When you give, you give to the Lord. Give, and it will come back to you. Good measure. Shake 
bless you and we thank you in Jesus' name.